so there have been cases like that someone actually sent me a letter at home that please help me uh, meet martin can you can you when you meet martin garrix can you please hand it over to him so yeah and it 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 just blew my mind like where this guy got my address from he can stand up at my door tomorrow this and more coming up roll the intro welcome welcome sit back and relax you're listening to grafted in this podcast we talk to young professionals who are just starting out in their chosen careers and find out how much graft it will take to get to the top by the way graft just means proper bloody hard work i said graft instead of grafting can we do it again ஷோ Thank you thank you Alex Joseph Ross thanks thanks for having me <clears throat> No problem mate Yeah man pleasure's all ours Right so yeah. question 1 question we always start with is what did you want to be when you were 10 years old So I I was a, a huge gamer back then FIFA was a whole new game which was launched in when I was a kid and I always had this dream to work for Electronic Arts which is a uh, who produces the esports Yeah so, yeah it has been my dream but but yeah it's it's really difficult to get it to ea yeah so it's it's still my still one of my biggest dreams but yeah let's let's see uh, how it goes but uh, after a couple of years i uh, i started listening to a lot of electronic music uh, before that i was just hooked on to bollywood music and indian music mm-hmm. and so avish introduced me to electronic music and i think that basically changed my whole life and from that moment i started attending a lot of concerts which yeah. was in fact my first concert and i am super glad that i got a chance to be there and like it's it's still one of my best concerts i have ever attended but yeah so avici introduced me to electronic music and that's how i got into entertainment industry and uh, so as my passion for music started growing i created a fan page called yeah. plus xcom and, and that was pretty much leading into my next question anyway because i was going to want to ask you about how you got started doing that and also just like a little bit of a biography on yourself as well which pretty much you've already done to be fair yeah you're answering the questions before i've even asked them that's how good you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh as my passion started growing for music uh, i created this page uh, for martin garrix called plus x up which grew above my expectations uh, i never thought a uh, instagram page by some 16 year old 16 year old kid would grow so much and 
in fact i actually uh, started getting serious about my work on this fan page then uh, i started collaborating with a lot of uh, festivals martin garrix followed the page i got in touch with him his management they used to send me stuff to uh, promote the campaigns i in fact uh, promoted some stuff for sony music uh, acts uh, the book which mindo books released for martin garrix called life is crazy so they sent me a lot of promotional promotional stuff which can be posted on my social media so i think uh, from just an instagram page to being a influencer or creator was never on my bucket list but that eventually happened and right now uh, i'm collaborating with hideout festival uh, which is a new virtual festival and i actually uh, did a promotional activity with them uh, which is a giveaway where i gave away five tickets to fans and it's it's been a crazy journey i never thought instagram page can lead to all this after because of my experience uh, of creating a page commu- creating a community of people uh, a loyalists i actually landed my first job at 9xm media which is a, a music network like mtv how, how mtv is in europe which is a music network and uh, i i got a job there as an intern so i was managing their social media posts and all the social activities which were happening online and i i got that internship based on what i did on an instagram page which just blew my mind that's 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 how i landed my first job uh, at um, a music tv network and my actual job in the industry which which has been which has been the most fun job ever because i got to work with a lot of celebrities closely then i got to attend some concerts for, for free <laughs> then the uh, next part came uh, which i never thought uh, uh, would be possible i got a call from tiktok uh, from bytedance yeah and ross was telling me that you got a job market in tiktok or yeah. something along the line we we know nothing about that like yeah like, clueless so if you just want to like you know give us you know a little bit of an insight on what that's like yeah uh so after my job at 9x media which is a music tv network as i told you guys uh i got that job based on uh the instagram page which i had created and all the experience i i, ha- I had gained and when that internship ended uh i got a call from bytedance which is a tech startup and bytedance owns tiktok and multiple apps so i got a call from there and they wanted someone uh, to join as a marketing intern so uh, back in january 2020 uh, i just i just got a call and I, i i went there for an interview and i never thought i would be selected because the interview was so bad <laughs> but yeah <laughs> what what Yeah so there were a lot of tricky questions but what i did is i i just answered all the questions honestly if i didn't know something i just told them that i have no idea what this is because i don't want to look like an idiot when i when i go there and i don't know how to do that sir <laughs> yeah i was just honest i i answered their questions and they answered a lot of uh, they 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 questioned me a lot of tricky stuff for example why shouldn't we hire you so who asked that who asked oh, yes. that question <laughs> yeah, they literally asked me why shouldn't i hire you oh, I, should. i had no idea what to answer and, uh, that's one of those that's one of those questions where you say something like 
I work too hard. I care too yeah, much. Yeah, about. one of them answers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I I I gave an answer, which uh, which uh, whenever I whenever I think about it, I still cringe. So when <laughs> when the when that uh, colleague of mine, which is a good friend of mine now, uh, he asked me why shouldn't we hire you, and I ended up answering him because I eat a lot. and because <laughs> at bydance uh, we we ha- we used to get a lot of free lunches there were unlimited snacks drinks and i i was very well aware Ooh. of that and they actually offered me a lot of stuff just before the interview and when that uh, uh, when the colleague uh, questioned me why shouldn't we hire you uh, i i told them i just eat a lot <laughs> and pointed out to the cafeteria <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of worse things than that, though. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have said, like I steal or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot worse. <laughs> just eating a lot. <laughs> the whole thing it just seems so crazy that this old like yeah. you're uh, starting an Instagram fan page opens yeah. so many doors for you. I mean, people uh, never actually get serious about this stuff about a single Instagram page. but uh, but yeah there there are a lot of possibilities and uh, it can bring a lot of change in your life so if if you are getting a shot if you think you are passionate just go for it and building a community engaging with them working with talents with working with celebrities has has been a great passion for me and i think uh, i i just did that i proved that i can do that and i just add that to my resume and it worked out thankfully How do you manage, you know, the balance of your job, you know, at TikTok and with the Instagram page as well? What I do is most of the times, uh, whenever there is a weekend, I schedule stuff uh, which will go out on the weekdays. And uh, if there is something urgent which needs to be posted, for example, if out of nowhere there there is an announcement that Martin Garrix is dropping a new song tomorrow, then I I get active on the page. But otherwise, most of the stuff which is getting posted right now is scheduled. I uh, I just set a time for it. I just uh, create content and just add a time. And whenever that uh, uh, time is set, the post will automatically get uploaded on the Instagram. So that's how it's working right now. Yeah. <clears throat> probably about I was going to say Matt, like a full time job at, at TikTok and that page got over 100k over 100k really how many big. followers have we got on our page how many <laughs> followers like have we got on our page like 10 yeah 10 let's go let's send it count it's heavy it's tough yeah, we're trying <laughs> have you got any tips for like you know growing a page because we I know we definitely need some <laughs> absolutely so one of my always uh, go to strategy is target your competitors if there is someone uh, in the space who are doing podcast and they are, they are just starting out and they have around 1000 2000 followers what i will do is just go to their follow followers uh, section and open the profiles of random people and like some of their stuff so this is always my uh, go to strategy which actually works because when someone uh, if ross uh, checks his instagram and he sees that samarth has liked the picture he'll get curious hey who is this guy and he'll click on it and then he'll find a whole new page your page so i think that that's always my go to strategy which which i experiment with a lot of brands i experimented that at the role at 9x then i experiment, experimented that at bite dance at tiktok 
so it it always works so this is a great tip for you guys <laughs> oh perfect <laughs> well, yeah we'll note that down there lads i hope you're right on it down. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and when you're marketing you know say at tiktok what's the difference between doing a promotion you know say on your page so my role at tiktok or bite dance uh, yeah is actually uh, a back end role like i i don't directly engage with the uh, users of our apps so what i do is uh, post promotional ads on facebook instagram and all the social platforms about white dance products so white dance products there are multiple products there's tiktok there's hello and rezo and a lot of apps so I just don't work for. I don't single-handedly work for TikTok, but I work for ByteDance, who owns TikTok, Hello, and yeah. all the apps. So there are a lot of apps which I work on. Mm-hmm. So That's the cool. work is basically I I post uh, uh, Facebook ads or Twitter ads, uh, and those ads are about the ByteDance products, and I, I make sure that uh, the creatives which are posted on facebook are really attractive people are clicking on it then there comes the geo targeting if i want to target a specific person or a person from specific age range or an occupation or a specific city then i all, i i fully have control over it the stuff which i'm doing at the the instagram page are basically just reposting content from uh photographers or uh, posting stuff which i receive uh, from martin steam or stamped uh, management so so yeah uh, that that's how it's working right now and it's crazy to uh, maintain a balance between this that's why i i have kept my focus just on the work i'm doing at bite dance and and on only on weekends i uh, get on the instagram page would you say do you prefer one of the two or do you think they like massage different parts of your brain i i i like both of them equally so yeah. the so there are a lot of things we, there are a lot of factors which matter when uh, when we say that what stuff i like more so the the job which i'm doing at bite dance is involves a lot of promotional activities which which can only be executed if you have budget sinan or if you have uh, a certain amount of money approved for it like if if there are if there is no budget i can't post that but on the instagram page there's everything organic i i i do it manually and there's no budget for it and there's no money there are all my efforts which are going in and i think uh, it's it's actually uh, they are they are best at their own level so i can't really compare them or uh, like one of them more yeah no that makes sense yeah do you think um for example if if you know uh students or young people that are looking to get into some form of marketing or like an internship or things like that would you recommend starting you know instagram pages and proving that you can i guess sort of grow a page whether it's a fan account or your own account something like that is that maybe like the best way to set yourself apart from other people and sort of show off to these companies that you can do a, a good job of, of marketing for them 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have actually seen a lot of people who have uh, got a job or an internship just because uh, they 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 prove that they can do do the job, and that's what the concern uh, every recruiter or employee or company has. That if we hire this guy, if he will be do the uh, stuff, and when you have a uh, actual uh, uh, proof that you you have already done this in past, which it gives it actually gives you a plus point. So, uh, for example, if uh, Alex, Joseph, Ross, you guys came to me for an interview, and uh, compared to Alex and Joseph, Ross has actually created a page, and he. he has proved that he can do the community building he has a lot of followers and even though alex and joseph has a good degree they have a good education but ross already he's got experience yeah yeah he got, he's yeah. got experience and that's what actually matters uh for recruiters and yeah so i i will instantly I, without a doubt i will i will hire ross so a couple of weeks ago we had a guy who runs a fashion brand he basically said though that <laughs> So, uh, the social media aspect was kind of it took a toll on him like mentally so he had to take steps where he'd he'd view going on instagram as purely just work do you kind of have a similar thing with that like where it kind of affects you or you get a lot of negativity or anything and if if that is the case how do you deal with that when i started getting into this uh random stuff i created a fan page and i always felt like the my page should have a lot of followers so whatever uh, uh, i was posting on the page was from the intention of getting more reach more followers more engagement and once my page uh, got 500 followers i got a, a lot of happy uh, i got super happy then the page crossed Ten thousand followers, then it crossed twenty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand. After fifty thousand, my followers actually uh, started dropping, and which affected me really bad. So I, I just didn't know what was happening, and so, and I, it actually it's actually real that social media actually affects your life a lot, and but but yeah, uh, it it really affected me a lot that. Uh, my followers are dropping and what should i do i actually i i never i skipped from posting on the page for about one to two weeks just because my followers were dropping and yeah it, it was really bad uh, but i i somehow got out of that stuff uh, i watched a lot of videos by gary v gary v I, i'm not sure if you guys know him gary yeah. v is yeah he he posts a lot of motivational videos and uh, he's he he has basically uh he works with a lot of social media influencers and talks about this specific topic of how social media affects your life and why you shouldn't focus on the numbers he he actually spreads that message a lot and it actually helped me uh, so someone suggested me that you should watch his videos and watching his videos and understanding the point behind not focusing too much on numbers really opened my eyes and yeah it's it's and then i just started posting whatever i felt felt like so i wasn't posting on the page from the point of view of gaining followers so it 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 just made me a better person and 
but yeah uh, i i still know a lot of people uh, of course in in the fan page uh, space only and some of them have garrick page and i constantly talk to them and they keep, they keep talking talking to me about uh, how they are get, getting depressed or uh, why my followers are dropping and they they keep questioning me a lot and what should i do and but yeah it's it's really bad and i i help a lot of people uh, just as many people as as i can help i i, I help them a lot and i i just make them understand that numbers is followers is just a numbers and it's not going to take you anywhere and just post whatever you feel like posting and you'll just enjoy posting on instagram so i think that's that's been my uh, that's been my goal for over a year now and that's how I actually crossed 100000 followers so yeah i was going to ask you do you think you changing and posting what you wanted to post actually played into your hands played to your advantage because now you've got over 100000 yeah absolutely so yeah it 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 so whenever you are posting something on your page captions are really important and if you are in a good mood uh you actually write great captions and it resonates with your audience it connects with them and that's how uh it reaches more people so i think that helped me a lot uh and that's what the key uh point of uh why the page grew so much that i actually connected with the fans of my page and yeah so i think that that's the that's the key point connecting with your followers is really important if if you are in the social media space and that's what you should also do when you work for a brand and you are trying to grow the community it's a great answer top up say yeah what you want with that uh, that kind of mindset of like like post what you want you know cuz i mean look where you are now and grafting podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the punchline. That's the punchline. Yeah. No, no, but like yeah, it's it's like we said it's it's opened up so many doors for you. You're in a great position now. Like you can do whatever. And you seem like you've got a job you enjoy. Yeah, I think as well like whenever you do something like that and you you kind of start doing it for the sake of growing and trying to get more numbers and more followers it it's difficult to kind of keep persevering with it you kind of lose a bit of the bit of the like love that you had for it so i think when like like you said like i can imagine sort of um just saying sort of and going 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 with whatever you want to do is is probably like way better and way more rewarding yeah especially when the followers just kind of follow you along as well like when you just do what you want Uh, where, would, where would you say you see yourself in the next five, ten years? And I've just interrupted someone. I no, don't know which fine. one of you it was. Either. I don't <laughs> fine, even know which one fine. of you it was. But I'm in. This is my question. I'm hosting this one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do you see yourself career-wise in the next five to ten years? Oh, that's a hard question. But I, I really want to uh, keep doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, be uh, engaged with. Uh, engage with a lot of talents their fans and i just want to create communities and help uh, fans connect with their favorite artists so i think the connection between uh, fans and the artists is is 
getting really bad because of covid and i just want to uh, i just want to reengage them and so when when i actually started uh, my instagram page for martin garrix my uh, tagline or the the line in my bio was a bridge between garrixers and martin garrix because yeah. that's that's what i actually did i i i tried to connect fans directly with martin and i i just want to keep doing that i want to work with musicians artists and i think that's my absolute dream and i, I just hope that uh, one day i will get to work with martin or be on his team so that's 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 a big dream of mine so let's see amazing yeah such a cool way to describe it you saying you're like a bridge for people to connect to yeah. my guy so it's like you're using your i don't know using your power for good <laughs> you know what i mean you got this massive page and you're using it you know to help other people there, there are actually a lot of fun stories uh, which i can share with you guys so uh, i think uh, a couple of years back when uh, martin garrix was doing a show in australia uh, there was this one fan who was who, who was not able to go to his show in australia and uh, he was even not able to go to airport to see martin garrix so what i did is i created a group of uh, martin that fan and me and we just asked martin if uh, there is any possibility uh, this fan can meet you and uh, then martin said that yeah i can offer some tickets or something but uh, the thing is when that show was happening the fan was not able to go to the show because he was at work it was his shift at work so uh, he was missing the show and he was also not able to go to airport to meet martin so what martin did is uh, he took the address of his office and when that fan was on his shift martin actually went at his store and met him so that drew my mind like this kid who earns who has an network of 20 million is a number one dj in the world and is going to a store at at the top of his fan so it it just blew my mind and i was there are a lot of stories like that which i can keep talking whole day but yeah that's that's the highlight like that's amazing i'm just i'm just so happy that i can be a bridge between fans and martin <clears throat> think that's something crazy with something like that I think obviously this this Martin Garrix he sounds like obviously like a really nice guy for doing things like that. <laughs> Would you say that um doing things like that you maybe have to be careful depending on who it is you're talking to sort of like using your brand that you've created for getting the like the fan interactions and things like that. Would you say that that could also negatively impact the relationship that you have with an artist or a creator or something like that? um sort of using your page to get them to you know like meet fans and things like that if it's the wrong kind of person that you're talking to like maybe it's like a bit of like a diva kind of celebrity yeah it actually happens a lot so people try to uh, take advantage and i have actually there are actually some cases where people somehow found my number they they called me and they were literally begging that i should help them meet martin garrix so there have been cases like that someone actually sent me a letter at home that please help me uh, meet martin can you can you when you meet martin garrix can you please hand it over to him so 
yeah and it 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 just blew my mind like where this guy got my address from he can stand up at my door tomorrow so That's scary though there, there are a lot of things uh, which you which you actually have to be careful and uh, the thing is uh, when when you create a fan page and you get uh, associated with this artist a lot like people know that i i i am in contact with martin garrix and whenever i post something on my page from the perspective of a fan for example i hope this song is dropping tomorrow or i hope uh, this is a collab between martin garrix and duvalipa or martin garrix and uh, imagine dragons or shawn mendes so people just think that i know some inside news and what i'm saying <laughs> is actually true so they just they just uh, read it and just frame their uh, frame their frame the things in their mind they actually think that oh damn so if martin martin if this uh, garrick sub page had said it it's definitely true so <laughs> there are a lot of uh, impacts like this which also keep happening and i i have actually received messages from martin garrick's management that you should take down this post this is this might affect our marketing strategies so the, there have been uh, uh things like this and yeah it's it's so you you actually have to be really careful uh, about what you actually posting on the page that's wow. mad that connection you've got with them like and it sounds like you have a lot of power like in a, in a good way like <laughs> Sounds like Ross is jealous, actually. A lot of responsibility. Really yeah, Ross is jealous. <laughs> I was going to say, do you ever, do you ever get into a situation like I feel like I'd be tempted to, where you'll just randomly name drop him, like, oh yeah, I'm friends with Martin Garrix. Has <laughs> <laughs> that ever happened? <laughs> no, actually, uh, I, I, I actually never like spotlights, and uh, whenever people try to uh, uh, say that, oh. Uh, this guy is really good he's friends with martin garrick so i actually never tell uh, anyone that i'm friends with him or uh, i have this page and i'm really close with him i work with him so i never uh, do this kind of stuff I, because i never like spotlights but um, my friends are super over enthusiastic so <laughs> they, they just they always try to uh, bring up this topic that i'm friends with him i'm really close with him and then people uh, start talking to me they try to get contacts of someone from martin's team so they can send the demo so i i to answer your question ross i i never do uh, i never self promote myself that i'm yeah. close to it, but my friend friends end up being that and that's where the trouble begins <clears throat> no <laughs> i definitely name drop i don't know about you lads i would definitely be every of a sentence yeah oh, so it was, oh, by the way oh yeah by the yeah. way by the way <laughs> it was one of my favorite musicians and i was and he was like messaging me and it, like i was friends with him i'd tell everybody everyone, yeah, everyone I, would I would never shut up by it that's my I'd photoshop you. a picture of me and him together yeah. <laughs> everyone would know it'd be my bio that'd be it that's my only personality trait i'm friends, <laughs> I'm friends with this person <laughs> do you think it's important to maintain that kind of um relationship with um artists or creators or like celebrities that you're working with um in things like marketing and social media that it's kind of professional and you keeping it sort of on the on the down low and like very low key i think that's important for sort of 
I guess, building a closer relationship with them and also any potential relationships you might make with other celebrities? Yeah, Joseph, actually, that, that's a great question. And uh, I think that's probably one of the reasons a lot of celebrities or artists never hire fans on their team. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, Martin Garrix is actually uh, uh, one of those guys. Uh, I have actually uh, spoken to Mart- Martin Garrix about uh, this specific topic. And he told me how they will never ever hire a fan on their team because uh, there are a lot of things, uh, confidential things, which never go into public, but uh, but a fan might just end up talking about it to someone else and then it can be a big PR issue. So if there is a breakup happening, so uh, if there are two celebrities, for example, uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. So they, if if they have a fan on their team and they break up, then it it, it, it the fan can possibly leak that news that they are not separated and it can become a huge news, a huge PR uh, news, and uh, which which can uh, result in losses for both the sides. So you you re- really have to be careful whenever you are hiring someone on your team, and yeah, so whenever you are in touch with this artist a lot uh, you it's kind of your responsibility of what you need to share with the fans and fans or your friends mm-hmm. and i'm i'm actually happy that martin actually trust me he he has told me a lot of stuff which he's sure of that i will never tell anyone so yeah that, that i think that trust is trust is really important and uh, if an artist really trusts you, uh, I think you have made it in your life. Like I, I never thought that uh, Martin would, would tell me so much stuff, uh, which some fans are not even aware of. Like he he has actually uh, teased me some of his songs, which nobody oh, has wow. heard before. Do you, yeah. ever, do you ever struggle with that? Like because it sounds like you're really professional with that like, I feel like I couldn't contain myself if I had that kind of relationship but you sound really professional like you say like I don't tell anyone anything that's not their business do you ever struggle with that is there something you're always like maybe dying to tell your friends or something or your family I mean there, there are a lot of there are a lot of incidents like that uh so Ross uh I, I believe you already know that Martin Martin Garrix had a song with Linkin Park so Linking Park, I believe I hope Alex or Joseph knows who what Linking Park is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course, thank God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Linking Linkin Park is this huge band, and uh, Martin Garrix uh, premiered a song with Linking Park at uh, his Ultra Music Festival set, and uh, he premiered that song in 2016, and fans instantly knew that this is the song this is the song they were teasing uh because martin and mike shinoda and lincoln park they actually posted pictures on their social media profiles that they are working on something in the studio and they then they premiered this song at ultra music festival and then chester passed away and which which was a really heartbreaking uh incident to happen 
so because chester passed away and he was involved in that song uh martin garrix and linkin park's management decided that this song this song cannot release anymore so it it was just official that song was never coming out and fans had lost the hope on it that that this song will will never ever come out and we should stop thinking about it now but uh in 2018 uh martin garrix uh premiered this song sneakily and it it just came came to my notice like i have this habit of going through all the fan videos whenever whenever a show ends so martin was just playing a show in china and once his set ended i just went to that location specific uh, uh page on instagram and i i just saw all the stories and videos from that uh, location and i noticed that this song sounds similar and there are some new changes in it so i just got super curious i sent it out to martin and he was he just sent me the emoji of two eyes <laughs> i and you know ross that was the point i was like i should tell everyone i literally typed a tweet breaking martin garrix premiered a song a new uh, with new changes in it and uh, here's the video of it and i i literally typed that and then uh, out of just just of uh, uh, just out of my curiosity i tried to ask martin about uh, how this happened like why are there why there are new changes and it was this amsterdam dance events uh, during uh, time that time and he was preparing to release the new ep yeah and uh, i just out of curiosity i asked him like why there are new changes in the song is is this song finally releasing so he he then told me that yeah we i actually uh, worked with mike shinoda and we recreated some stuff and it's actually coming out and i i was like i need to tell everyone i typed that tweet <laughs> and then he said that you shouldn't tell everyone because then because we want to do a proper release for it and surprise the fans and yeah. i think that was the moment like i i was the only one who knew that this song is finally releasing and there are a lot of incidents like this like you want to tell someone about this song or this collaboration or this incident but you can't really uh, tell that to anyone because that artist trusts you or uh, he he's just sure that this guy will keep the stuff confidential and it will uh, not affect the marketing strategies of of the musician or his label so i think yeah i think it, it's all it all it again comes back to the trust trust is an important factor when you are really working close with this artist Oh, that's a great great answer. Right, it's the random question generator. What are you interested in that most people haven't heard of? I mean people have heard of this but I am really interested in uh testing new apps. So I'm I'm basically a beta tester for a lot of new products which launch in the market and uh this kind of stuff actually interests me a lot and not a lot of people are aware of it like the beta testing phases for example if uh 
for example if facebook is releasing a new version of their app uh mm-hmm. facebook actually test that version with a handful of people because if there are any bugs those people can report to facebook and uh, they can fix it before it it actually goes into public launch so mm-hmm. i'm act- i'm a beta tester for a lot of apps and whenever there are new apps in the market i just make sure i i get a beta testing invite for it so there are these specific programs uh, for uh, for beta and yeah th- this is i mean uh, i mean people are aware of this but no i think that's pretty niche i don't know about you lads i think that's that yeah, was a good answer yeah, yeah i mean that's pretty niche i i get to test the internal versions of versions of tiktok like if there is a new feature coming in uh, for suppose there is a new feature slated to go public in june then i will get an unreleased version of that app right now in this in the march of in march or april so i can test it out i can if there are any bugs then i can report to the team and they will just fix it before the version actually goes live on app store so i think the, yeah this is very niche alex but yeah I, i love this kind of stuff like where you can actually uh help people help developers to make the product a little better and in fact there are rewards for it so if you successfully suggest uh suggest something in the app or you you report a bug which can really be damaging to the app or, or the product so the developers actually reward you for that so it can be 50 dollar amazon gift card or there are even prizes like uh iphones airpods so it's it's really fun that's cool oh. yeah it's handy and like you say fun as well that's wholesome as well doing, yeah doing, being an unsung hero for these apps and making sure that they're not <laughs> unsung hero on the instagram page he's an unsung hero when he's app testing as well a man of the people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's the perfect place to end it a man of the people That's exactly that it. Yeah, it sums it up perfectly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, Mark, thanks for being on. Yeah, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah, taking the time. This has been great, great actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really interesting. <laughs>
it's landed him a, a really cool job that he sounds like he really enjoys. I think it's just mad. Like, it's like you said, Joe, it's kind of, he made himself stand out, did something that he didn't have to do, but it's helped him so much. It's just propelled his career and he can do whatever now. What about you, Alex, mate? I couldn't believe when he's just, when he started and he said, I just started this fan page, blah, blah, blah. And all the doors they opened for him. I know you just touched upon it then, Ross. It just, it's so, so crazy. Like, oh, and then I managed to get this, go to festivals and, you know, work with Hideout Festival and work with Martin. It's so crazy. So crazy. And like you say, he didn't need to do it. He didn't have to do it. And it's ended up landing him a job at TikTok. This has been Grafting. See you next time. <laughs>